Hey everyone, and welcome back to Let Me Figure Out My Life Real Quick. This week, we have a lot of figuring out to do because I'm just gonna come out and say it. It's final season, and <laughs> I'm honestly not doing the best right now. I mean, is any college or high school student really doing their absolute best at the moment? I don't think so. If you are, please teach me your ways because I need help. You would think being a junior in college, this is my third year of college, and I've had four years of high school already. I, I think I even had finals in middle school. You would think I, I would know how to do this thing by now. And sure, I've learned a thing or two along the way, but I just want everyone here to know, finals still scare me every time. They still stress me out and overwhelm me to the same extent, if not even greater, as time goes on. As my classes get harder, finals feel harder. It's sad because I feel like I should have it figured out by now, but I just don't. And I never, ever do. So today I'm going to be talking about that because I feel like this is a very applicable and hopefully relatable topic to many of us right now, especially if you're in school. If you're not in school, maybe you can reminisce on the times you did have finals and just be glad that you don't because they are not fun, but I get it. They're necessary to getting anywhere in life. So we have to talk about them. And specifically, as you can see by the title of this episode, I want to talk a little bit about specifically staying sane during finals. Because it's one thing to get through finals, but it's another to actually get through finals staying mentally stable. Um, and that, I think to clarify, is where I'm struggling right now. Because, guys, I still have over a week until finals, really. I guess today it's like a week until my first one. And I already feel like I have no brain cells left. I feel like I'm just about ready to tap out and say bye to the semester. But sadly, that's not how the world works. Because if I didn't take my finals, I would actually fail all of my classes and that's never a good thing not even that I am failing right now don't worry I'm I'm not on the verge of you know absolute failure but finals are weighted so heavily if I didn't take them then I'm kind of done for and that's not what I want right now I have one year left of college I can't, I can't let myself go right now. I'm trying to convince myself of that because it's getting more and more tempting every day to, you know, think about all these alternate career paths and life paths that I could take. And, you know, everyone now and then jokes about dropping out of college. But I mean, as it gets closer to ending, as the classes get harder and the senioritis starts to kick in, even though I'm not even a senior, it gets more tempting to drop out. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. I mean, yeah, mostly. Um, I'm not going to drop out of college. Don't worry, anybody. I don't know if you were, but, you know, future employers listening, I promise I'm getting my education. I care about school a little bit to a fault. And that's what I'm going to get into a little more today, because 
staying sane during finals is very hard when you care about school so much and when you care about getting good grades and find great value in that and sometimes place your worth in that, which can be a good and a bad thing if it goes too far. So I'll talk about that as well. But overall topic of today's episode, finals, it's happening. So first of all, if you listened to last week's episode, my first episode back on the podcast after a couple of long months without it, at least for me, they were long months. You know that this semester has not been the easiest for me. I've been going through a lot of random stuff. Excuse me. Just have to clear your throat sometimes, and I don't know if I'm going to remember to edit that out. So there you go. That's the reality of podcasting. Anyway, if you listened to last week's episode, you know I've been struggling this semester and I'm I'm still struggling. Nothing has changed, but I am now faced with some of the toughest finals I think I'm going to have so far in my college career just because I feel like my classes this semester have been extra challenging. And I thought I would first kind of go over what classes I'm in, what my majors are, because I know that a lot of people don't necessarily know that about me. And I feel like I don't talk about it enough. I just kind of assume people do know. So if you don't know, I go to Texas Christian University, TCU, in Fort Worth, Texas. Fun school, good place, you know. Texas is interesting. I'm not from Texas, but it's an interesting place to be. I will not say anymore. Um, I am a marketing and finance double major, so ton of business classes. This semester, I also made the decision to add an accounting minor because I realized I only needed to take one more class to have an accounting minor since so many finance and accounting classes kind of overlap. I just realized I could probably fit in one more extra class. Um, That's going to have to happen next semester. So next semester, really pray for me because I'm going to be going through it. I don't like to be negative and think that way already, but it's kind of impossible not to when you think about the classes I'm taking next semester. Oof. I won't even get into that right now because we're talking about this semester and the challenges this has brought. And so the classes I'm in this semester are definitely their own kind of challenge. I am in a couple finance classes and a couple marketing classes, so it's pretty balanced. The finance accounting classes that I'm in are investments two and financial reporting two, which is, I guess, an accounting class. Both very difficult. So that's great. Um, Marketing wise, I feel a little more comfortable, but but still not not super comfortable. I am in customer insights, which is interesting, kind of like psychology of marketing. And I'm also in a marketing analytics class, which is more numbers based and kind of goes more on the side of difficult. That sentence literally made no sense. This is where my brain is at right now. I've been about to fall asleep all day and little old me thinks, oh, why not just record a podcast? That'll wake you up. It's probably not smart because the quality of content I'm giving you right now, we don't know, but this is real. 
this is me and I need to stop overthinking everything I do. So this is one step in the right direction. Anyway, those are the classes I'm in and all of them together, a little tough. It's technically only 12 hours of classes, right? You wouldn't typically think of that being bad. A normal course load, at least at my school, is 15 hours and I'm below that. But with the semester I've had, it's, it's felt like a lot. And even now, it's, it's a lot with finals. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'm scared for all of my finals. I definitely am worried about my grades. More on that later. And I make it sound like my grades are on the verge of failure. Like, like I said, they're not. But I'm a perfectionist. And I only want the best. So... <laughs> anything less than perfect stresses me out. More on that later again. Anyway, so that's kind of where I'm at. Just wanted to give everybody a little bit of a lowdown. Is that even something people say anymore? I literally feel like I have an 80-year-old inside of me. I'm not 20. I'm, I'm just convinced. My soul is a different person. Anyway, So that's where I'm at. (laughs) Now, you might be wondering, Meredith, how are you dealing with finals? Well, I've given you some clues to tell you not good at all. Not well at all. I don't know grammar either. What's going on with me today? Anyway, I'm not handling finals super well. But I will say something I've tried to do in the past week or so is actually make a study plan for myself. And I tried to do this a little bit in advance. I started it almost a week ago, I guess. And so I started it with about two or so weeks before my final start, which I think is pretty good. And I did that because I was already starting to get stressed about finals like two three weeks before they even started. And knowing myself and my tendencies to plan and to feel most comfortable and confident when I have a structure and a routine in front of me, I thought, Meredith, you need to make a plan for yourself because that's going to be what makes you feel better. And if you start studying now, that's going to take a lot of the stress off of you when finals creep up and you're not going to be wanting to cram a semester's worth of content into one or two days right before each exam. Not going to work, especially when you have multiple exams in one day. You will actually die. And even though I have talks with myself about not wanting to be at school, I, I do want to stay on this planet. I, I think I'd like to continue living, so don't be too worried. I'm not at that end of the spectrum yet. Um, hopefully we don't get there. That would be bad. So because I want to stay alive, I decided I need to make a study plan in advance. And so that's what I did. And I was really proud of myself because it's kind of hard to force yourself to sit down and plan out exactly what you're going to study, when you're going to study, and how much time you have left to do so. Especially the closer it gets to finals, the more you realize, oh shoot, I have to study all of this stuff and I don't have much time at all. So I decided to go about it by doing one class at a time 
basically going through the syllabus, making sure I understood the policies for the final, everything that was going to be covered, because some classes are cumulative and they cover everything from the beginning of the semester. Others only cover a few chapters on the final. It really depends. So I wanted to make sure I was very clear on what was going to be covered. And then I decided using that information, everything that I knew was going to be on the final, I kind of split up everything I needed to study. And every day leading up till finals, I created a little study plan for myself. So I want to review chapter 15 of accounting on this day and investments chapter two on this day. And, you know, you get the idea. And because I'm extra or maybe just realistic and I want to review everything that's going to be on the test, even if I know exactly what some of the stuff is all about, I am forcing myself to review everything that's going to be on the test. And so I have a pretty big plan in front of me because my classes are, for the most part, not being super nice. And they're testing over a lot of stuff that has been covered the whole semester. And even with two weeks, that's a lot of material to cover, especially if you're doing stuff for every class every day. And thinking I could just handle it, I thought, Eh, you you can review one chapter a day from all of your classes, right? Like, that's not too bad. Yeah, it, it's kind of bad, actually. <laughs> so, update on the study plan. I started it earlier this week. And at first, I was, I was keeping up with it. We were doing good. Now, I say that with hesitation, because just because I was keeping up with it doesn't mean I was staying mentally stable or sane in any way. Literally day one of my study plan, I wrote it down that morning and I was like, awesome. After class today, I'm going to get started and do my chapters for the day so I can check them off my list. Um, that night, I finished the chapters and was actually dead. And that was only doing two chapters of content in a day and it took me hours it took all of my brain cells out of my brain I don't know where they went I guess some of them must have landed on my paper but I think they've dissolved because I don't know what I retained out of that review session hopefully something hopefully that information will serve me when I get to the final. And if I get to a question that covers that, hopefully my brain will just go back to the suffering and pain that I was going through my first day of studying and and give me a break and just come up with the right answer. That would be nice, wouldn't it? But anyway, I was dead after the first day. And that's when I knew, oh boy, Meredith, you have a long couple weeks ahead of you. So it's, it's interesting to talk about this because I have never really thought that planning your life out and planning your studying out for finals could backfire or could be a bad thing in any way. I mean, planning usually has a positive connotation with it, right? You don't usually think that someone who plans is 
you know, a bad person in any way. You probably think they're pretty on top of it. They're going to succeed in life. At least maybe that's what I like to think because I I try to be a planner and I just want to think about myself that way, I guess. Wow. That's probably not something I should have shared publicly, but this is what goes through my mind. You know, you got to do what you got to do to stay confident. In today's society, being a college student, a college girl, it's hard to keep the confidence up. So this is what I have to do is just pretend like being a planner is only a good thing and I am a queen for planning my life out. But it's interesting because this is my first experience that I can remember, at least to this degree, where I tried so hard to plan and it actually did not go in my favor. So the next day and the rest of this past week, I really tried to stick to my study plan. I did because I didn't want to just go into all that work and give up after the first day and try not to continue studying what I said I would because it was a good study plan I have to say like on paper it made so much sense and I was going to be done with my major concepts like a few days before the finals and I could go back and review things that I didn't understand and oh it was perfect so I didn't want to give that up and I was really trying to keep up with it And to be honest with you, I still am trying to keep up with it. I'm making it sound like I just came to a revelation recently and decided, you know what? Who cares about study plans? Who cares about planning? I don't care. I'm going to live freely. Woohoo. Yeah, no, I I haven't. that, That hasn't happened yet. Not sure if it will, but I'm I've been trying to keep up with the study plan. And now I would like to just announce to everybody interested that I am falling behind on my study plan. (laughs) Yay! No one saw that coming, right? No one would have thought after the first day of literally losing all of the cells in your brain and wanting to just lay down on the floor in savasana, that's a yoga uh, term, yeah, you, you wouldn't think, right, that after feeling that way the first day of your study plan that, you know, it it wouldn't work out, but it didn't, it, it hasn't been working out perfectly. So I still have it. I look at it every day. I do study every day. And I think that honestly that's probably what's most important. Not that I'm necessarily sticking to a very rigid structured plan, but the fact that I'm still studying for my finals at least a little bit every day, even if not to the extent I want to, that's what really matters at the end of the day. And I've realized because I have learned a thing or two since freshman year when I literally killed myself studying all semester and didn't do anything else or have any sort of life outside of that. I have learned a thing or two from that experience. And I know now that it's not worth it to keep up with this study plan so rigidly that I don't allow myself to have a life outside of it. And it hurts me a little bit. It hurts my my planning brain and tendencies I it makes me sad on the inside 
when I look at my list and I can't check everything off every day that I want to, but then I think about what life was like for me a couple years ago. And I got scared that first night of my study plan because it, how I felt that night reminded me of how I felt my freshman year, like all the time. And I did not want to go back to that state. I did not want to revert back to who I was. I mean, love her. She was great, mostly, but I'm, I'm a different person now. And I realized the importance of having a life outside of school. That's, that's health. That's mental health. That's physical health. That's staying sane and staying alive. So I have been making sure to, for the most part, give myself some time, some grace, and just take care of myself as well. I've been trying to stay healthy. I've been trying to make time for self-care, make time to hang out with friends, make some time for sleep. <laughs> that one's that one's a little tough. We won't talk about that today, but you know, sleep is always an issue. But I'm really trying my best to find balance. And if that means, you know, stopping my studying a couple hours early at night so I can go cook and watch a TV show, then so be it. That's better for my mental health. And in the long run, I think it will actually benefit me more, help me retain more of what I'm studying and perform better on my finals if I do take those breaks for myself. Because if I never take a break, I'm not going to retain anything. Like I, again, I don't know what I retained that first night because I was so brain dead, but I forced myself to push through because I needed to get those things checked off my list for the day. Yeah, no, not worth it, everybody. So that's just kind of a little story I wanted to share about how I've been trying to study for finals and how it's been honestly a bit of a struggle. And I share that because if you are finding yourself studying for finals right now, or maybe you will be starting to study in the near future. I just want to kind of put this out there as a PSA. Don't do what I did. I think in a way and to some degree, it's good to have a plan. I am a big planner, a big proponent of it, as we all know. But when you try to plan to the T every single assignment and review you're going to get done every day, then you're going to inevitably let yourself down. Because if you're like me and you're an overachiever and you put so much pressure on yourself and are very hard on yourself for many things that you do, you're probably going to think when you're making your plan, oh yeah, I can handle this. I can do all that. That's, that's a piece of cake. And then when you actually get there and try to do it, it, it doesn't work out because every little thing on your study plan you want to do to the best of your abilities, which makes it longer for you to cross off each thing on your list. And then when you don't cross off everything on your list, you feel bad about yourself. You feel guilty for not getting it all done. And it's so weird because this isn't the, the study plan is not your final. You shouldn't be feeling so bad about it if you don't cross off every little thing you set for yourself because the only person you're letting down is yourself. You you made this for yourself. Nobody else is expecting an assignment from you or a test from you. This is just your own plan. And 
it's silly to think of how hard we can be on ourselves when we don't cross something off our list that we think we should do, even if no one else is necessarily telling us to do it. So that was kind of a ramble I didn't mean to go on. And I'm talking to myself here too, because clearly I'm struggling with this, but I I would recommend from from my experience, this is the learnings and teachings part of the podcast here. <laughs> Not that I have much because I'm in the middle of this, but if I could go back and do this again about a week ago, so to my past self a week ago, I would probably say make a very general outline of what you need to study for each class and when the finals are. And maybe, you know, dedicate certain days to studying for certain classes, but I wouldn't necessarily go into as much detail as I did with my study plan to say, I need to do three chapters this day, two chapters this day, one practice test this day. I instead think I would probably go back and say, I'm going to study for this class this day. Because then that's not putting any pressure on you to get a certain amount of studying done, but it's saying, I'm going to devote this block of time to study for this class. And what I get done, I get done. But you're not going to disappoint yourself if you don't get done specific assignments and reviews that you laid out in your plan. And I think at the end of the day, if you are like me and you want to, you know, do the best you can studying, you're naturally going to cover what you need to cover and study a lot and review everything you need to review at some point. It might not be on a timeline that you necessarily would ideally want or have laid out for yourself, but it'll happen. And, you know, if on the other hand, though, you have a lot of trouble being motivated to even study in the first place, and, you know, that's always been a struggle for you, which no judgment, I totally get it, then maybe having a more detailed study plan would work. But I think you can kind of compare yourself to me in this situation. And what kind of person are you? Are you are you just like me or are you total opposite? Either way is fine, but hopefully you can use my experience here and what I'm going through to kind of guide you and how you might want to approach your studying. So I'm trying to add some inspiration into this and it's really hard because I don't know if you can see it in my eyes if you're watching the YouTube video, um, but I, I don't know if I have a soul left. I mean, it has kind of departed my body. Um, so just watch out. I mean, if you see my soul anywhere, I'm sorry. I don't, it has a mind of its own. It, it might show up in your house, in your dorm room at a random hour and say, Hey, I mean, I don't think it's me and I don't think it's going to hurt you, but I would just watch out because you never know where she can go. Maybe she'll return to me at some point, but it probably won't be for another week or two until I'm done with my tests. So just be on the lookout. Don't worry. You don't need to file a missing person complaint or anything. I've got that taken care of. We don't need to get the police involved. It's it's just my soul. It's okay. Not a big deal. Where am I even going with this? Wow. Maybe this is the time I need to be recording podcasts because the things that I start talking about, 
are not things that I would do if I were in a normal mental state. So maybe this is the true me. Maybe this is when I need to be recording, be genuine, you know? Anyway, I just wanted to talk a little more before we end off the podcast today about a few things that I'm really, really trying to do this year and this semester in particular when it comes to finals that I have not done the best job of in the past. I know I already talked about my study plan situation, and that's something I'm learning this semester as we go. It's not something I've necessarily dealt with to this extreme before, but it's something I know now for next time not to handle the same way. But I wanted to add a few things on to that, a few things that I am trying to be better about this semester that I might have learned from a bad experience in previous semesters of taking finals. And maybe these can be relatable to you. Maybe you're struggling with these right now and can take some tips or inspiration from them. But I want you to know, even though I say I'm trying to do some things differently this semester, that doesn't mean I'm doing it perfectly. I'm at the end of the day, just a human. Um, Again, the soul part, we don't know, but I am here physically. So I, that's all that matters. Anyway, the point is I don't have it all figured out, but these are some things I'm trying to do because I don't want to repeat some of my past mistakes. Okay. Number one, (sighs) give myself breaks. And this honestly is something I kind of brought up when I talked about my study plan, you know, finding time for self-care, finding time and making time to keep myself healthy and mentally sane. But I also think it's important to focus on taking breaks in the middle of your study time because I used to think I cannot take any breaks while I study. I have to get in my zone, study for like five hours straight, and then I can take a break and to me, break meant being done for the day. And by being done, I basically thought that meant eating, getting ready for bed, and sleeping. Which, I mean, those are like basic life functions. That's not what I would consider necessarily taking a break. It's just living, existing. And so this semester in particular, I'm laughing on the inside because I'm not doing a good job of this, but I'm really trying to force myself to take more breaks during my study time. And by break, I don't mean just basic life functions that I need for survival, but actually taking a deep breath and doing something I enjoy. Whoa, crazy, I know, revolutionary idea. But I actually have found that I I can feel when my brain is starting to crumble in the middle of my studying. And my tendency from what I've learned in the past and what I've done in the past is to just push through it and to just keep going and to hope that maybe it'll get better. Maybe my brain is just, you know, going through something right now, but it'll it'll pick itself back up. It knows what to do. Uh, And when it realizes I'm going to keep working, maybe it'll catch up eventually and be like, okay, I guess I need to follow along with what she's doing. But 
it never, it never ends up working that way. Of course, when your brain is tired, your brain is tired. It's very stubborn. It's not just going to come back at your command and do everything you want. Like, sorry, but it's not your slave. You just, you have to listen to it sometimes and, and just take breaks basically is what I'm trying to say. So I have been trying my best to do a better job of noticing when my brain starts to get in that crumbly funk where it's just like, nope, beep, beep, red flag. If you keep going at this rate, I will not survive. And I try to catch it when it gets to that point and actually stop for a minute and take a break. Because usually if I just take a 10 minute break to do something very casual and random that doesn't really require a lot of brain power, whether it's scrolling through my phone, doing a little bit of journaling or writing, which I guess kind of requires your brain, but not the same part of your brain, I don't think. I know nothing about brains. Give me, I I need like a neurosurgeon or a scientist, psychiatrist i who knows about brains if anyone here knows about brains please come on my podcast because i would love to talk more about brains that sounds so weird anyway i i do something that doesn't require the same brain function that i'm using to study and i take a break now i know a lot of people really succeed and benefit from setting like timers on their phone or something and forcing themselves to take breaks at set time intervals and that's never really been something that's worked for me personally because if i set a timer on my phone for how long i need to be working before a break that's all i'm going to be thinking about and i'm going to get so stressed about the time that's being wasted that i'm not going to be able to focus on my work And then, you know, maybe by the time the timer goes off, I'll actually be in a really good flow and I won't want to take a break and my brain will actually be working. So it depends. But I have been trying to just listen to my brain because I've, I know exactly what I feel like when I need a break and I know what it feels like to not take that break, but I'm trying to get better at listening to my brain and taking a break when it needs it and being nicer to myself because geez we all need to show ourselves a little kindness right now finals are finals are rough i I was about to say finals are fun it kind of sounded like i was about to curse but this is a clean podcast only so no worries um anyway we're just gonna slide past that one i promise i wasn't about to say anything bad but i could you know i now that i think about it there's a lot of things i could say there but I won't. So that's, that's one thing. Second thing is I'm really trying to not let my GPA define me this semester and hopefully in the future. But this one's really, really hard for me. And I've almost given up on it, to be honest. I've almost accepted, you know what, Meredith, you're probably just gonna always see your GPA as this defining element until you graduate college and have secured a job and know that you have some sort of stability and security because right now it feels like you're everything. It feels like your world. And I don't really blame myself for that because I think we're all surrounded by so much pressure to focus on our grades and our academics. 
especially I think at my school in particular, I'm surrounded by a lot of really smart people and professors who expect a lot out of us and students who expect a lot out of themselves. And being in this atmosphere with so many high achievers and expectations to do well at school, it's kind of ingrained in all of us to see grades and GPA as a defining factor in our worth and value. And I'm not saying that's a good thing, but it's just the reality of it. And it's very hard to get yourself out of that thought process and narrative when you're literally surrounded by it every day. Like, college is my full-time job, basically. And even when I'm not going to class, I'm on a college campus. I'm around college students all the time. It's literally my whole world. So it's almost impossible to not let GPA be such a huge factor in who you are. So again, another tangent, I wanted to kind of just explain why I think it's so hard for me to not let my GPA define me. And I think the same would go for many other people. But but I'm still trying to work toward being a little kinder to myself when my GPA or my grades in certain classes or even just on certain assignments or tests in those classes are not perfect or don't necessarily meet the very high expectations that I set for myself. I think a good example of this is a couple weeks ago, I think, a couple weeks ago, I don't know, time is weird, guys, but... I had one day where I just got a bunch of grades from basically every class I'm in that day. I, Of course, they didn't plan it that way, but that's just when all the teachers were grading and that's when all these huge grades came through. Many grades that I had been waiting for for a lot of the semester. And uh, it, it was a hard day for me <laughs> because I really didn't get the grades I wanted on anything that I saw in the gradebook that day for any of my classes. And of course, again, this is relative to my expectations for myself and to other people. This might have, they might have been super happy with these grades or maybe they would be like me and not so happy. It's all relative, but the fact of the matter is, doesn't matter what the grades were. I was really, really sad because I got all these grades that I thought, to me, were kind of bad. They kind of lowered my grades in most of my classes. And then, of course, you know, you think about that, and that stresses you out. And with finals coming up, you think, oh my gosh, what do I need to make on my finals now to get the grade I want in this class? It's going to have to be even higher, which means I'm going to have to study even longer and harder. And you start going into the spiral. I'm sure some of you know what I mean. If you've ever gotten a grade you were not expecting or did not want in a class, that kind of affects you in a negative way. Yeah, it it can make you go into a spiral. Anyway, this all happened in one day a couple weeks ago, of course. All these grades came in at once. I almost wish they had been spread out a little more, but at the same time, you know what? Just rip the Band-Aid off, why don't you? I guess it's better to know all at once um, than to be waiting and not sure for the rest of the semester. But it was it was just hard for me because in that moment, and I didn't realize it until probably the next day after a night of sleep, I realized, wow, Meredith, 
you literally let these numbers, these notifications that came up on your phone about grades you got in these classes on assignments and tests, you let that ruin your whole mood. You let that like stress you out so much. You let that affect your health and you basically let that define you because I was sitting there thinking when I got those grades in, oh my gosh, like I, I know I always joke about losing brain cells and getting, you know, less smart and competent by the day, but I literally believed that, <laughs> especially right when the grades came through, I was like, oh my gosh, I literally am getting dumber. Like, this is not good. I, what did I do differently that made me perform worse on these tests and assignments? Like, am I just actually losing brain cells? Am I not learning? Am I not growing? Like, why, why is this happening? I didn't, I didn't think it was this bad. Like, yeah, sure. I, I would expect, you know, not the best on some of them, but like, whoa, some of that caught me off guard and it made me really look in myself and wonder, is there something wrong with me? And that is where the danger lies. I do not want anyone to get there. Trust me, I would not wish this on anyone because it's an awful feeling, but it's what I was feeling. So I had to think that through, talk that through, and take some deep breaths, do some meditating. <laughs> and to be honest, when I think back on it, it's still my my brain's gut reaction and instinct to react to that, you know, it's like, oh no, that's not good, Meredith. You are not smart. You know, you're you're not improving. And and that's that's not what we want to think because obviously it's not true. And yeah, I know. I'm I'm smart enough to know deep down like Meredith there's no logic to that. That's not true. And everybody of course says like your grades don't define you. You're more than that. Your grades and intelligence are not the same thing. But no matter how much people try to say that stuff, when you're in an atmosphere where grades are such an important thing to your future, it's it's like very hard to take those really positive comments seriously sometimes. And I like to think I'm a positive person most of the time. You're probably listening to this podcast like, um, I beg to differ, but hey, it's finals, okay? Give me a break. <laughs> this is my only time where I feel like I have an excuse to be overly negative. If I continue though, please hold me accountable I, because I really don't want to turn into a negative person. But I just had to say that because I wanted everyone to know like, I'm still struggling with not letting my GPA dis- define me. And I I think, you know, after that day, I definitely, I think a lot of that reaction was very in the moment. And I get it. Like, that's what a lot of people would probably naturally do. And after a while of sitting with it and realizing like, yep, this is this is it. And realizing, well, can't change it. I kind of just came to terms with it and had to work through it and realize it's okay, Meredith. You're the same person. You haven't lost all of your brain cells. Maybe, maybe a few. <laughs> no, just kidding. Like I had to 
really think logically here because I, I think I'm logical, but when this kind of stuff happens, my brain goes into a weird state, very irrational. So I had to come back to that rational state and be like, girl, you're good. It's okay. This stuff happens and whatever happens this semester happens, but you're putting in your best work based on what you can do in the conditions and circumstances you're in, which are not easy, by the way. I mean, you if you listen to my last episode, you know what I've been going through, and I know I'm not the only one. I mean, I know so many people have it so much worse than me, so I'm grateful to not be in a worse situation right now. But fact is, I think we're all going through a lot right now just with the way the world is working, if nothing else. So being a little extra kind to ourselves, and just realizing like, and, and I guess honoring and acknowledging and appreciating ourselves even more right now, because we are going through something that no one has ever had to go through. And we're still here. We're still in school. We're still doing the work. It's not easy, but we're still showing up and doing it. And that says a lot. So trying to be proud of ourselves is something I think we should all do. And not letting our GPA define us is is part of that. And, you know, just being proud of where we are, even if it's not perfect, even if it's not what we wanted or expected of ourselves, acknowledging where we're at and being proud for it and just moving forward the best we can because we're getting through it day by day and it's going to work out. We're going to get through finals. We're going to survive. I am speaking this into existence. I will not allow myself to crumble during finals week. We will stay sane. I love how I just went from the beginning of the podcast, like, I'm actually dead already, to now, like, girl boss, yes, we're going to do this. But see, we've come full circle. This is like therapy for me. I just talk to myself, and finally, after 46 minutes, I finally get to that answer, and I get to that good point where I feel better about my situation. So thank you for listening to me basically figure out my life a little bit through these past 40 something minutes. But of course, my ultimate hope is that this helped you in some way too. Whether it was just entertaining and relatable to hear my sad stories, or if you actually gained some insight and maybe took away some tips for your own final studying, or maybe just life tips on how you should view your life. I would be happy with any of that. So I'd love for you to let me know if any of this resonated with you in any way. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram if you haven't already. It is at Miss Genuine Girl, M-I-S-S, Genuine Girl. I'm trying to get back on that Instagram game because, guys, you know, after taking a two-month break, I've been lacking. So I just want you to know I'm coming back, okay? give me a chance, give me a follow, DM me and tell me what you got out of this episode. And I would absolutely love it. It would actually make my day to hear some feedback and thoughts and have other people to talk to about this because sometimes it really does feel like I'm alone in this whole situation. And I don't even know if this is resonating, but I'm putting it out there anyway, being vulnerable in hopes of helping other people. So let me know if it did help you. I would appreciate it so much. And I think that's about all. I don't want to tell you to do too much because you do have finals to, to study for, but I also don't mean to stress you out. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me. That, that really means a lot. Hopefully 
this was a good break. I'm going to stop talking now because I, otherwise I'm going to keep rambling. But thank you again. I really appreciate all the support as I've been coming back slowly to this whole podcast world. And next week, get ready for a very fun and interesting episode that's not at all about finals. I'm just going to leave it at that. It's going to be much more fun, I think. A little deep, a little reflective, but hopefully entertaining as well and not so sad. So that's that's always good, right? Because we don't need this negativity to last more than one week. This is it. I'm done. Last week was negative. This week is negative too. I guess it's been two weeks, but I'm done with it. We're not, we're not keeping this going. Okay, that's all I have to say. Thank you so much again for tuning in, and I will talk to you next week. Bye!